0: This is Nyamshana's podcast. I am Nyamshana Prudence. There is a quote from one of my favorite TV shows, Grey's Anatomy. Don't let what you want eclipse what you need. He's very dreamy, but he is not the son. You are. Dr. Christina Young tells this to Dr. Meredith Grey not to put her husband's career before hers. This quote kept ringing in my mind while I was preparing for this subject: Decentering men. Centering men, subconsciously and consciously, is a result of generations of conditioning from male-dominated societies. How then do we overcome individually and collectively? And do we even stand a chance? When did men become the main characters and women the props that have to fit in this story? What does this centering of men do to the psychology of girls, women and non-binary humans? What does centering men mean anyways? The questions are many and I'm privileged to host Lydia Nambiro, a Ugandan journalist, researcher, writer, feminist will elaborate on this complex but important topic, Dissentering Men.
1: Hi Lydia. Hi, hi Prue. How are you? I'm fine, how are you? Fine, it's good to see you after a very long time. Yes, <laughs> uh, I do feel like I have been seeing you every day online. So. Online. So today we are talking
0: about Dissentering Men. Yes. What comes to your mind when you hear that term Dissentering Men?
1: Uh, well, first of all, I think, as the term suggests, if you're going to de-center, there is such a thing as centering men. Yes. So perhaps that's a good place to start. Mm-hmm. What is centering men? Uh, centering men reminds me of... Uh, I, I didn't grow up in a super traditional home, but I would, when I would go to visit my friends' homes, the sort of traditional nuclear uh, family, I would, uh, I would be told... That chair is Mm daddy's. And it often would be like a chair that has the commanding position in the room. It's the most comfortable place from where to watch TV. It's the most comfortable place from where to give orders. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and that, when I think about centering men, that is always the image that comes Mm. to me. Like a home, a a room where... The patriarch, or whichever man is seen as the the lead of that unit, sits has um has the most commanding, most comfortable right uh, chair in the room. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the image that comes to me. But I think basically the world is quite male centered, yeah, uh, because I suppose it's a it's it's a fact of how human civilization has uh has sort of organized and uh, has organized itself you know over the, over the centuries over the millennia um the for whatever reason as some men became quote unquote our leaders and then that sort of if perhaps that may have risen out of some need for the hunter-gatherer, maybe not hunter-gatherer, but whatever, some need for primitive societies, Right. that they elevated men's status over over all others, women mm-hmm. and children, mm-hmm. and uh, erased people who didn't even fall in those categories. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it became culture. It yeah. became just a thing we do. Right. Um, uh, it, there's no Evolutionary or even practical reason why your father needs a
0: special chair, a special chair.
1: <laughs> but it's just a thing we do. You know, there's no reason why your father needs a special cup, but mm-hmm. it's a thing we do. There's no reason why children who spend most of their lives, most of their early years with their mothers, being influenced by their mothers, choose to look up to their fathers. Right. But it's a thing we do um mm. and 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 i guess centering men now is kind of more uh less a, a collective and individual choice right. where we we cast men as the axis around which we, we orbit mm. and you see that um you see that in our own lives yeah. right yeah but you also see it in organized communities workplaces um, I, I, I always say so. Men love cars, so every workplace has um, parking spot. Maybe women would love to bring their children. Uh-huh. It's controversial to t- set up a oh, daycare yeah. center, yeah, right? Yeah? So the, it, a lot of so there's a lot of that. Where basically, uh, it's a long-winded way. If you'd let me answer the question again, mm. so centering men is. An orientation at both individual and collective level Mm -hmm. in which we cast men as the default. Mm -hmm. Um, The default human being, the default source of authority, the default source of wisdom. Mm -hmm. Even very often for a lot of women, especially those who primarily love men, the default source of love Mm -hmm. and approval. Um, and then we, that that being the starting point, everything else then is oriented to face um, to face men yeah. to be in service to men like a sunflower follows the sun. <laughs> yes, or like facing Mecca when you're oh, yeah, when, when you're, you're praying. praying. Yeah, mm. uh, otherwise it doesn't count. Right? Yeah. yeah
0: so uh, you talked about um, fathers taking a chair i want to share a story when i visited someone when i was in senior six vacation my father did not have a special chair uh, but so I, uh, a, a girl invited me to their home and it was Eid actually <laughs> Uh so the women were cooking i w- also I knew visitors in my home would go to the sitting room, so um, I didn't join the rest of the women to go and cook. I rather went to the sitting room and then I sat unfortun- and on the on the um, on the man's seat. And that did not go well with the friendship, I because uh, I think up to now the aunties kept ask, "How is your disrespectful
1: friend?" Right, sacrilegious. I did not know that I had made a mistake, but and it's such a default that you're expected to just walk into that room, no matter what your own background is, yeah. and recognize the rules. Yes, mm-hmm. but um, I remember my dad. My dad isn't very. Uh, traditional, but he liked to joke about those things, so mm-hmm. sort of like, um, in um, his, his my stepdad, uh, his familiar and in their culture, men eat the gizzard of the <laughs> of, oh, he uh, men eat the gizzard of the of, of that the chicken. Of the chicken, and so would ask, well, What happens if you're not here? Who eats mm-hmm. it? He's like, You give it to. Nimrod, Nimrod is my, is my brother. Mm-hmm. And what, what if he's not here? Then he'd like, give it to the next brother. And what if all of them are not here? He says, you take it to the neighbor. What? <laughs> it, was, it was a joke. It was a joke, that but it now, was that real. Happened. Yeah, but that's like, yeah, you, perhaps, he, maybe, maybe it wasn't even a completely a joke. But the thing is, even in, like, like I've said, it was not a very traditional home. But yeah. I didn't eat a gizzard until could buy it in the restaurant yeah my home too my the uh my the the gizzard
0: was reserved for my father yeah but also think about the the generations before when women did not eat eggs
1: chicken chicken I'm and yet these are the like,
0: like they are the most nutritious thing <laughs> women women are childbearing they are breastfeeding they are nurturing but they, are, they don't have access to right. to to, 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 uh, to protein in karamoja we were doing a research one time and then uh, we were wondering why the men look very healthy and tall and handsome and yet the women seem like they are they are not really well fed and yeah. then they told us that that men drink all the milk because they go with the cows. Right, they, they are pastoralists, so wherever they find pasture is also where they they drink the
1: milk and all the amazing things that come out of cows. Yeah, so then you realize we we could joke about it. Yeah. We can, we might joke about the chair. It, it beca- when it becomes such a widespread norm, mm-hmm. it is not innocent. It, it can not. become quite harmful. Like in that in in those contexts, women are deprived of. Nutrition, right? But they arguably even need more than others, mm-hmm. um, you know. And but also in, I think even in modern context, centering men is why like so many things that are really just would be common sense equality have to be hard won battles. Yeah, because the assumption is men being the default human beings. What belongs to humanity belongs to them first and foremost. Mm-hmm. So, if you're going to ask for some of it to be given to to girls or to women, first of all, we must be sure that this does not put the boy child under attack. Oh. Yeah, you understand? Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. So it's uh, it makes many centering men makes many many thing, many it makes many negotiations difficult mm. for other people unnecessarily so Um, it it deprives a lot of people of what we all should have Mm -hmm. as human beings as they as is true of any system really that uh, that privileges or that creates a sort of chosen chosen group right yeah eventually that group has more than they need the men of Karamoja do not need all of the milk in Karamoja and other groups have far less than they need.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, I see it still even manifesting in places of work, yes. where like the woman is uh, the boss, mm-hmm. and men because of the years of conditioning can like they become rebellious towards the yes. women simply because they can't recognize that a woman is a boss.
1: Yeah, uh, but also in in work. Um So, sort of the way, for instance, when you think CEO, most of us are not thinking that's right. going to right. be a woman, right? Mm. Uh, when you're thinking finance manager in your mind, mm-hmm. very likely that the picture that shows up is a man. So mm-hmm. we're all very, I mean, we're all raised to center men, and the more prestige, the more prestige, the more privilege, the more privileging. The more beneficial, mm. what we're talking about is the more we tend to default to assigning it to men, right? Uh, but right. Yeah. So there's a difference by the, between sort of uh, gender segregation mm-hmm. of roles or even uh, spaces uh, and centering yeah. of men. But so, like for instance, you could say so feminism is a gender-disaggregating cause, Mm -hmm. yeah? Feminists set out to say, we are fighting for the uplifting, the equalization of all the genders that are not men, Mm -hmm. yeah? And yet, so now, but here's an example of centering. Having said that, that whereas we are, This is about this is about equalizing for women. Mm -hmm. Someone comes along, and says, "Yeah, but he for she,"
2: Mm -hmm. right?
1: Introduces something like he for she, which again is a sort of admission, if you will, that it is men who will give us that equality. Yes, Mm -hmm. that they what what it is we are trying to get access to is theirs. Mm -hmm. So it will be them. That decide that we can have some of it, yeah, yeah, let alone we can have as much of it as they have Right. so and and then he or she becomes the biggest campaign campaign ever, ever for for women mm-hmm. right you you see, so that's so that is how pervasive the centering of men is, yeah yeah uh oh you know. You will be fighting violence against women, and somebody just comes out and says, but What about men?
0: Right, right?
1: what about them? Because, yeah, because that, in, as, as in that person's worldview, mm-hmm. first and foremost, men must be secure in every way before the rest of us get any um get to think about our own humanities right first and foremost mm-hmm. men yeah uh but the sort of decentering men conversation is is particularly strong among people uh, film film and visual arts criticism because mm-hmm. i think like i said that chair yeah that chair in the middle of the room that is studies, is when it really slaps you in the face right. how much we center men so I think in film and the visual arts it does slap you in the face mm. how much men are centered how much women are cast to be in service to right. men right. so um, women women characters very often are chasing men right? Yeah. Uh, the love of your life, the one, you know, mm-hmm. like very often, uh, more often than it is the other way around, a woman is searching for love. Right. And the love of a man, mm-hmm. not the love of their estranged parent, not the love of their sisters. And, you know, being a woman, you know that we, we have, there's as much complexity in our relationships to fellow women. Mm-hmm. This was much complexity, including nice. conflict, and but also depth of love, uh, capacity for joy, in our love with fellow women. Whether those f- women are familiar or they're mm-hmm. just sort of friends we made along the way, uh, or the you know uh, people we are at work with and love in competition with, or in collaboration with... There's mm-hmm. a lot of complexity there. But right. how many times do you see films explore those... Uh, it's fairly new, and it's come out of um, a lot of criticism of mm-hmm. the film industry. Instead, women traditionally are cast to please men, mm-hmm. to to appeal, to make the film appeal to men, give men a sort of visual pleasure... Uh, the woman is a tool for yeah. that for the entertainment of yeah. a man, so even when she is given some sort of plot line, she's also made to dress not at all like how mm-hmm. somebody in that role might dress, right? Yeah, big boss, boss lady, and but with a clear, yeah, a cleavage <laughs> because men must also get some visual pleasure yeah. out of this, right?
2: Yeah,
1: uh, so that's, um, oh, music videos, yes, music videos, mm-hmm. uh, and so, and, and that's, of course, there is visual pleasure, we all have the capacity for visual pleasure, right? Right, but for most women, that isn't seeing bulbs right that isn't seeing
0: seeing something holistically
1: yeah <laughs> um, but first and foremost that must men even though they are like maybe half of the population and they have just as much capacity for visual pleasure mm. first and foremost their own uh, their their visual pleasure must be served right mm. so
0: um, I w- I want us to be vulnerable here because we are a product of our our own societies. Mm. Have you found yourself, uh, or when you were learning, when you're in this discovering of your femininity, did you like uh, play to the
1: male gaze? I haven't. I do. Mm -hmm. I don't. I'm not. I'm not beyond it at all.
2: Mm.
1: Yeah. Um, So I'm not very fashionable. So maybe not not really in that sense, but Mm -hmm. the expression of my sexuality, I am a a bisexual woman. Mm -hmm. I don't think a lot of, uh, until quite a bit late in my life, I don't think women could perceive that I was interested in them. Because all of my orientation was to to appeal to men, right? Mm -hmm. To, I made myself present for men, I, I, the, I, that is the, of course the, it's more complex than just appealing to the male gaze, it's also that it is dangerous in this context to, um, to, to be, to, to be seen, to yeah. be queer, mm. but, but it was also like, first and foremost, even though I had the capacity to love both men and women in a romantic way, the vast majority of my romantic life has been with men and continues to be. Mm. And I watch myself um, in this and think, like, very often, like, there's so many things I would never let women, and women I might be romantically involved with, Mm -hmm. get away with. Right. That I let men get away with Mm -hmm. as a matter of of course yeah right yeah. of course he never picks up after himself mm-hmm. if, if, and with a woman i just think she, she's it's being a bitch yeah but this of one you'll be like men slope. are
0: raised poorly
1: yeah like already you're making an excuse for them yes so even in that very personal way I'm, i sent a man mm-hmm. much more than uh but and but also in i think professionally for a very, very long time, I, I sought to hitch my wagon to men, mm-hmm. right? Um, again, it isn't just a choice. It is also true that men have more access to resources right. and therefore it's a practical, cho- you know, it's as much a socialization as my, it's socialization and kind of unconscious orientation, but also if I'm being practical, Maybe I should, you know, I would still, I still end up at the same place. Mm. So it's always far more complicated than, Mm -hmm. even now when I recognize it in myself, for instance, Mm. when I recognize how much I've privileged men in my romantic life, and I want to privilege women more, there's Mm. still the obstacle of, like right now Uganda just passed a law saying if I do anything like that, I could end up in jail for God knows ten years, or whatever it is they're saying, mm-hmm. right? So, so there, so it is both, like I said, both a personal orientation, but there is also lots of ways in which society enforces it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I want to share my story with the church because I got so involved in church in campus, and then I landed in a Bible study group. And they were sharing books, Um, so they gave the men Wild at Heart, and they gave the women um, Help (laughs) Met. I refused to read the Help Met, but yet we uh, but read the Wild at Heart because I I am I'm creative. I'm always looking for things to excite me like, like I'm always looking for exciting stuff so I wanted to be wild at heart um, so again we were separated the men had their own Bible study and um, the women had their own so I would be trapped in the help met and it was reading chapter by chapter and they were telling us how to be good wives and uh, clean um i am not i am not whatever i'm not
1: um yeah like domesticated yeah i
0: i Mm -hmm. i i I really i it takes effort to like like
1: (laughs) for all of us yeah like Mm -hmm. yeah
0: so so then uh I I was being conditioned. I did not know. So after campus, I get a job and I start living alone. And so I I I hesitate to buy furniture. I hesitate to buy a huge a huge TV. Why? Because I am thinking when I get married, where will I put all this? <laughs> When I get uh, married, where am I going to put all this stuff? Yeah. So then dude. two years pass by and I'm not getting married. And I am clocking mid 20s and I
1: am panicking. You're still living on the floor at, at this time? You're still sleeping on the floor? No, no, I had boats. Okay, okay. I, okay. I ended up buying a bed,
0: but okay. then later okay now I I give up um then 20 around mid-20s they said as they said my sister sets me up with a man whom I really hate whom I don't like like and then they give up on me completely um still I am centering man and because they have told us that
1: this man is the ultimate prize yeah I think about that a lot too like the, what what you just said about being set up with a man you don't even like—it's mm-hmm. a question. Like many of my close friends have always asked me about so many men that I have been romantically with, which is what you see in him. Mm-hmm. And I don't—I uh, think for a lot of them, I didn't see anything. Like I just assumed there has to be a man. In my life, like, I'm an adult, therefore, there will be a man mm-hmm. in my life. And even though uh, on some levels I was resisting it, I've never dreamt of getting married, I've <laughs> never wanted it, I've been very, very vocal about it, mm-hmm. but I still keep a man around. around. <laughs> <laughs> some of them completely useless. Uh, yeah, yeah. still, you know, like, they're oh, maybe they're not useless, it could be very useful to some other woman, mm. but not at all <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> not in my
1: life there's mm-hmm. no need for them but you keep them around yeah because because but also because it does change how then other people mm-hmm. interact with you and look at you yes mm-hmm. and well, you know what what access they will allow you to have to mm-hmm. themselves ...to their own families... ...to to, their own partners... Mm -hmm. Um, ...yeah... ...it's just... ...I mean we'll start... ...we're all... ...it's basically the water... ...yeah... ...it's it's we're fish... ...and it's the water... ...yeah... ...yeah... ...and by the way,
0: listeners... ...I now have a couch... ...and... (laughs) (laughs) uh, ...not that I get... ...my my values have since changed... ...um... ...of course I still need a man around... um, (laughs) I don't know why, but yes, I do. Um, uh, They are there probably because I'm also heterosexual.
1: Yeah, I mean, no, it's, it's, yeah, it's also, so that's the thing, though, is we need to understand. I I think it's like a lot of work to figure out when do I need companionship? Mm Mm-hmm. When do I need this person? Because I love this person. Because a very big part of my inner world is... And and, and the satisfaction is tied to this person. And when am I just trying not to be a manless woman? Mm-hmm. Yeah? When am I just kind of defaulting to it? I'm, I haven't even thought about it. Right. It just, it just is. And I'm dating just
0: because... I have a man around just because...
1: A woman has a man around. Yeah, a
0: woman has. I need, you would then, I would need someone who adds value to my life or gives me peace and yeah. and is
1: it's, it's caring and all these things. But also to, like, I think, uh, figure out which, which parts of your life. Like, for instance, um, I see lots of women, okay, you need companionship. Or oh, you love this man. Why are they also when you have a business idea that that default person you go to right mm-hmm. may not even mm-hmm. have any of the experience in that world. Well, the world is peopled by lots of others who have the exact uh the exact expertise you need for this collaboration, but first you see, will this man partner with me on this mm-hmm. um or well, you know. It's just like again so it is it is that also like universalizing that relationship right it can you can you be with i can you be with a man and still have other like really substantial relationships mm-hmm. with other people right. who are a better fit for those relationships in those contexts mm-hmm. so but you see um you get into a relationship and your friends die, they disappear. All right. uh, your friends must, first and foremost, have a substantial and uh, acceptable relationship with this new person you just introduced. Mm-hmm. Otherwise they're not happy for you. or whatever. It's just like, yeah, all of that yeah. mess. Mm. This is very, very unstructured, and I'm not sure how helpful it is, but I think the main thing is to recognize that all of us, we were raised to... And there's lots of social uh, sanctions that ensure that make men the default. Yeah. Including de- making them the default in our own individual lives. Mm-hmm. And then everything else is just just orbits yeah. around them. And that is, uh, in the first instance, it is shortchanging yourself true you should be the axis yeah. of your own life yeah. mm-hmm. uh, it shortchanging short-changing a lot of people that opportunity for collaboration that you ho- you're holding until you find the right man because you've convinced yourself that men are the ones who understand Mm -hmm. the world of business or understand the hustle or whatever. Tech is an example. Right. You find at
0: work at work, uh, let's say you have two people in the IT department you'll find people running to the guy. Mm -hmm. Hey! So uh, Mark, let me just use, Mark, my computer has a problem but they'll never go to Cynthia,
1: Cynthia, mm. who is like even much better, and in the end, Cynthia ends up not being much better because she's not getting as much work, as much exposure. Yeah, she's yeah. she yeah she ends up she ends up less. Mm. Uh, she, in the end, Mark looks like he's legitimately better because yeah. he has everybody goes to him. Mm.
0: There's something yeah. I want us to talk about in terms of worthiness and validation. In uh, centering men, you find that um, when a man says uh, a prudence, Lydia, your hair is not good. Or oh, let's talk about an intimate partner and um, relationships, and how even violence comes about in terms of like even verbal belittling and all these. You find that the man's word is weighing more than what another person, a girl or whatever is telling you.
2: Mm.
0: yeah. So, um, I'm sure that is part of the psychology of what it does, of what centering men, what it does. So, do you have like other examples, you know, of head that you can think about on how this centering of men can be dangerous, actually, to women?
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, the uh, a uh, very public example of women tweeting men are trash mm-hmm. uh, because men violate men, women. Right? Um, how many women did you see? Like the, if you're just a human being, mm-hmm. right? The fact that these people are beating, killing the other people, it's very straightforward. Most of us would choose will side with the victim right. our sympathies are going to be with the victim mm. we're not going to uh privilege understanding uh, very few of us are attempting to understand joseph kony right vis-a-vis the community of Acholi mm. yeah very few of us are attempting to understand the uganda police and where they are coming from vis-a-vis uh, nope protesters mm-hmm. right it's very clear that there is a victim and a perpetrator mm-hmm. even even when the both victim and the perpetrators are not individuals they're groups right, right? but say so men are trash because they violate women and within days you have women coming out unprovoked. To say, I can never say men are trash. Mm. As far as I'm Mm. concerned, men are kings. Not
0: all. Oh, yeah. Men are kings. Yes.
1: Uh You see, you, like every other woman, are at risk of this violence, Mm -hmm. right? But that is less important to you than today being validated, loved, affirmed, by these strangers being the center on of the Twitter. Male gaze you understand? Like mm. being able to put your own well being aside for the approval of strangers Rangers. who, amen. Yes, if you can give yourself up, give your mm. own interests up for so little. For you retweets see? and yeah. like or whatever social. As long as it's coming from a man, mm-hmm. as long as a man might respond and say, Yes, yes, I'll, I'll buy you a beer, which you're they not never like even other buy. other girls. Yeah. Oh, you're a feminist, but you're not like the others. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. That, I think watching that happen made me realize how much they've taken. From us, right. yeah, it made me for me it felt almost like watching how people sort of demonize African religion,
2: yes, and,
1: and but well, for the benefit of sort of imported religion, the I white gaze for somebody to take that much away from you that you're not just submitting to their authority to survive, but you'll also volunteer. Mm -hmm. to burn down your house yes to please them to (sighs) burn down your house to see so they can be pleased with you Mm. yeah that is I think that is to take a lot and I think this culture this how much this culture of centering men has taken away Mm -hmm. from women right that your actual physical safety is subordinate Mm. to a man's uh Feelings mm-hmm. to a man being insulted, because when you think about it, yeah, men are trash. It's not nice to hear. Yeah, it's I'd be insulted if mm-hmm. I were a man. Mm-hmm. But to see somebody who belongs to a group that will not just be insulted,
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. will be killed.
1: Yeah, is killed. Killed subordinating that to, but don't insult men. Yeah, I think that is. Yeah, it's. It's quite profound, like yeah. to me it was very profound mm. watching women do that
0: mm. Mm. and uh, also the pervasive silence of uh, victims in, in violent relationships yeah, is, it comes from centering men, yes I was attending uh, Kuhinjira uh, recently and the father of the bride looked at the bride's uh, the daughter's eyes and said, togeza no komau for us Kids do not come back home. Even before anything happens. Like, you have given away your child. My father has his own patriarchal problems. (laughs) Like, yeah. But he looks at the men's... Probably that's why my sisters are separate. (laughs) But he looks at the men's eyes Mm. and tells them, if you are tired of my child... My house is open. There is room enough for my kids. I will come for her. Mm. Oh, let her come back. She's here listening, but she's not going to be a victim of your abuse.
1: Yeah, but and when you think about the father who says, "Do not come back," mm. he has, has he like actually imagined his child with a black eye and decided? But it is so bitter. That this man is never ashamed, mm-hmm. like you, your child's own physical safety is again subordinate right. to a man looking like he is not in control of his household. Mm. Even though, forget the household, mm-hmm. he's not in control of himself. Wow! Like that—that that PR facade for mm-hmm. the man mm. is more important than, than your, your child's of physical safety. Yeah, and, but, uh, and you hear the same from women, mm-hmm. including women who yeah. have been victims of violence. That is how much, how entrenched it is and yeah. like how hard even victim, women who have been victims of violence would have to work to unlearn this millennial past of all the man's interests Mm -hmm. must be fully secure including aesthetic interests like Mm. I cannot be seen to be the man Mm. who failed Uh. to control my wife Mm -hmm. that all of that must first of all be taken care of Mm -hmm. before we talk about your black eye
0: oh my god (sighs) you have also heard of uh, where a woman earns more money than uh, a man and they go to Café Java's and the woman will pass the money under the table <laughs> 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 so that the man can pay and not look like, uh, she not ashamed the husband
1: yeah, but uh, <laughs> I'm good. Uh, it's, it's, it seems like t- to be a, a whole lot more things than Avengers.
0: Than <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> just Man. <centering.
1: laughs> uh But yeah, that seems like a lot. Uh, there seems to be so much more going on there.
0: Yeah, so how do we then overcome as individuals and collectively?
1: I think first of all we'll recognize that none of us is free of it yeah Mm. i think the way in which we most easily fail to overcome it is how a lot of us think i'm a rebel woman oh yeah i'm not those things are not about me Mm -hmm. me i I do whatever i want Mm -hmm. i'm different i'm different but you
0: see when you're trying to be different you're also somehow playing into the male gaze right because you've had probably men thinking oh you're different
1: yeah the look like that very others. often the ways in which women label themselves as different aren't moving away from men mm. yes they are exactly playing into to, the man's script yeah and in, into in, you know like so for instance I'm different. I'm independent. I never need money from a man. Mm. We're still talking about men. Yeah. And and how and you're still trying to be pleasant to men. Like, I will never, I will never take your money. And and, uh, therefore, you're secure mm-hmm. with me. Yeah. With me, you're not going. Unlike with the woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some hypothetical community of women. You never need to do that. Mm. Yeah. It's still oh, for me I'm wearing natural hair mm. or uh, this
0: and because need makeup or the I, other. It's still very I don't much need makeup because Yeah. Mm, some men like it that was still your centering
1: men. Your centering men first and foremost it is about men approving of mm. you, right? So I think I I think but I also think because we're social I th- I th- for me anyway, I think very actively Building community with other women
2: mm-hmm.
1: because we do need to be approved. Oh, yeah, we're social animals. We need to be validated. Yeah. We need to be able to human lean on other thing. people. Mm. Yeah. So recognizing that that first and foremost isn't going to go away. Can you build your own social network to be more expansive? To not start and end with male um, with male presence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, but first of all, recognize that no matter what you think of yourself, yeah. you're very likely a centering man. Mm-hmm. You may not be choosing to center men, but you're likely a centering man because of the limitations of the system in which you operate. Right, right. Mm. In, and then actively seek to expand that. Mm. Right, because the alternative must be built. Yeah, yes. before the number of Professional referees on my uh, on my CV well, only balances men. out, <laughs> yeah. But to balance it out, there must be we must also build the systems in which women do in fact rise yeah. to be for the, for that to be beneficial. Because I'm not putting referees on my on my CV. Mm. Um, you know, out of the blue, these yeah. people I have worked with, these people I have built with. So we need to also recognize that we can't simply run against it. Mm-hmm. We must build right. the the non men centering, the de-centered, uh the man decentered alternative, mm-hmm. the man decentered relationships. We must build them. We must find ways to meet the very real needs we have without defaulting to the system that was handed down right. to, to us. Right. So, uh, so, yeah, I think, first of all, recognize that no matter what you think of yourself, independent woman or whatever, you're very likely centering men. Mm. And so then be deliberate about identifying those places mm-hmm. uh, and those instances and those situations in which you're centering men. And then... Once you have identified them, then explore actively, proactively explore how you can build alternatives mm-hmm. to those. Yeah. Um, I, um, I mean, for instance, uh, a, lot of, a lot of women and, human, and other human beings want children. Yeah, we've been handed down a system that system that like um is the man as the head of the family unit and children are to be heard within the family uh, within a, the family unit mm. and so uh, so if for instance some women decenter men by even uh, not pursuing children not be not yeah. having if, children
0: yeah yeah
1: if i uh, if that is the only frame within which I am allowed to have them, what if I never sign up at all? Mm-hmm. But others was like raising children with other people yeah. who are not men. Mm-hmm. Like and we should be exploring all of those alternatives. If this thing, if this desire for companionship or for a life partner that's supportive cannot be uncoupled from this system in which I am just a helpmate, Mm -hmm. yeah, can I do away with the whole, with it, Mm -hmm. yeah, or if I can't do away with it, what are some ways in which I can chip away at this idea, this narrative, that it can only be done within this frame, Mm -hmm. yeah, so I think, it's very contextual too, mm-hmm. uh, and it's going to depend a lot on your circumstances But and, uh, and it's lifelong, it's a lifelong pursuit and it's also like a 360 pursuit Right, to recognize there's no space in which uh, you're free of it I mean, I think feminist communities it's very easy for within feminist communities to assume we're dissented men mm-hmm. until somebody comes and says he for she and he or she gets all of the feminist resources. And gets us all the money. Yeah. <laughs> and now we can't. A lot of other work cannot happen because mm-hmm. all the money went to he or she. Because mm-hmm. uh, also the CEO of Stanbic is on board with the. Like you You see all of those things. Mm-hmm. So like there's no space in which it is. We have successfully, done this, and it's always going to be it likely. I mean, when you consider how long it's, take, it's taken, mm-hmm. how long we've been building at this mind-centering yeah. social order, we have to allow ourselves yeah. at least half as long, mm-hmm. working just as hard to build the alternatives, mm-hmm. which then means we no longer can afford at all yeah. to be investing ourselves in that centering Like, yes, maybe I will center men for survival, Mm -hmm. but at least I have come to a point where I will only center them for survival Mm. when I can't help it. Yeah. Otherwise, I am not making personally any choices to make men my default or anyone's default or, you know, All the ways in this, you know, and it's so it's all of those, it's many, many, many small things. things. Um, But I think it begins with admitting that we do, in fact, center men, right? And then being very uh, intentional Mm. about like decentering them and also being very honest about how we do that, right? you don't have to go and preach on Twitter about how you center men and mm. how you're now decentering them, but you should sit with yourself mm. and and identify. Do those some things.
0: evaluation and yeah. start um, intentionally identifying these ways.
1: Yeah,
0: I think. Um, I think for me, it is starting from centering myself. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Centering myself, putting my needs fast mm. if does it serve me? it Sounds like narcissist, <laughs> but I mean, it's it's. Am I am and I need catered for? Am I happy? Um, am I am? I, imagine you're in a room uh, with men and you want to pee, but you're scared. Uh, this is now like a really silly example, but you can't move because you're isn't. worried.
1: Do you, I remember a whole like, Twitter drama about a woman who could not poop in her? boyfriend's apartment really because she would stink it up like can you imagine like then where would she to go do to do that pool right because uh, and if what happened so what if you, st- you you stink it up is it like that he momentary that momentary discomfort for him mm-hmm. is more important than than you, you releasing the waste <laughs> in your body <laughs> Yeah, so you know, (laughs) it's not. Yeah, Uh, I think you may be right that you know, it's center you first, me first, me first, me first, it's narcissistic, but on the grand scale of (laughs) things, considering that you are you've been pushed to the end of the of the line yeah. all your life, mm-hmm. you're not going to center yourself enough mm-hmm. to undo it, yeah. to to imbalance the world. Mm. You'll, in fact, the more you center yourself, you may like reduce the imbalance a little bit in favor of women's needs. You're not go, even going to get us to the point where it is uh, half and half. Yeah, yeah, it's balanced. So, yeah, center yourself. You, the world will actually be fine. It's so lopsided oh, right now. Right. That you, I, I can't imagine what level of narcissism women would need to reach before, we, uh, for us to even just be balanced. Mm. Because, I mean, uh, men. It's,
0: the odds are like slated <laughs> against them.
1: Yeah. Like men, the world is centered around them mm-hmm. and they're cultured to center themselves. And actually, like I like to watch the liberties men take mm-hmm. and take them myself because to yeah, so, me, so so alien. Like,
0: what? I like the way they occupy in. space. Right. So I have learnt how to occupy space, yeah. and sometimes just occupying space makes people uncomfortable.
1: Right. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So you're just showing up and behaving as a man would.
0: Yes speaking over people or you, you know like speaking to, i don't want to use too much but speaking a lot in meetings mm. um calling out people who are mansplaining or explaining you you like automatically become like you're a problem
1: yeah because it's been already you know it's unwritten but universally accepted that you must come in from the bottom and apologetically and soft spoken
0: yeah (laughs) I was reading something like that I think one of those Instagram things that goes around and they were asking is she really being rude to you or have you been conditioned to think that she needs to be polite and, yeah.
1: and nice and all these things? I think about how much hostility there is to the feminist community online. Mm. And you think, what have we done? We went on there, we looked for people who think like us, mm-hmm. and we started speaking our own language, our own tongue. And people are offended that we're not speaking in service to them men are offended that we're not speaking in service to them because the default is for us to speak in service
2: mm-hmm. of
1: men so culturally I mean, yeah. spiritually the bible says women are not supposed to talk in public oh nobody nobody i mean sports fans for instance do it find each other and like, go on and on about ball and whatever chelsea what and called. whatever yeah mm. and LeBron and like <laughs> it, like it's their own world. Like, I go in there and I'm like, What, what is this about? Mm-hmm. But it never occurs to me to tell them, But why don't you explain this in such a way that I yeah. understand? Yeah, why are you it?
0: talking about Tungolo Kante? Why? Yeah, why? Why? Why are you talking about too much football? No one ever
1: asks them. That. If I really, really wanted to understand, I actually would. I might, I might buy a man or uh, well, a sports fan beer. Mm-hmm. And oh yeah, jersey, nice jersey, write, and whatever take a notebook and ask them questions, yeah. but be a woman speaking about a thing that doesn't include men, and you're offensive mm-hmm. like from the get go you're not trying to be you're not trying to ensure that men understand you mm-hmm. it's offensive, yeah. it's an insult, you're not trying to speak about it difficult, sp- yeah, speak about it in ways that are accessible to them it, because you exist to serve them first and foremost, you couldn't possibly have interests that exclude them. Mm-hmm. And I see that
0: with like the way single women are treated. Um, you have a PhD, you're driving a big car. Okay, let's say those are the measures of success, but still, people are asking you, when are you getting married?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i have to tell you a story so i um lived on i lived on this building and i mean i'm uh, i'm a single woman for uh much most of my life mm. i may have like relationships here and then but uh for my life time. i'm a single woman mm. yeah there's no no one no partner lives in my house and uh, anyway so i lived in this building. Not, no major drama. But one day our guard got, got drunk and mm-hmm. was insulting the neighbors, and uh, I went out, like, scaffold. I was, was like, What's going on here? I, oh, like this guy's drunk, and I'm saying this, and since it's not the first time he's drunk. And um, so I called the landlord, and which really, really pissed the guy off. Mm. But when one of the things he said, <laughs>
0: Who the, the, the
1: god? Oh, uh, uh, the god! The god! Mm. He's like, who? This is why, even though you are rich, you don't have a man. Hey, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, this, you know, there is definitely something <laughs> wrong with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, maybe he sees all of these other things about me, and he admires them, and would like to have them, but. So there's a time a traffic, of,
0: uh, a traffic officer, a lady, stopped me. And then she she wanted, like, I don't know what she wanted. Because she asked, oh, your tires, uh, step on the indicator. Everything was fine. I had a driving permit. Then she's like, aren't you giving me money for, for my kids to eat? Then I'm like, oh, I don't have money. She's like, you? You? You, your man who bought you this car
1: must have, I'm like, there must be a man. Yeah, there must
0: be a man. <laughs> yeah, be a the man. Then another incident, still in the car, I was stuck around uh, somewhere and um, and then uh, I think I blocked traffic. A man got out of his car just to call me a prostitute. Gwe Malaya, Gwe, yeah? You think we are all here benefiting free cars from men. I'm thinking can't women just own a car? Yeah.
1: And Lord, just, God, like I said, it really is, it's, we are fish and it is the water yeah. in which we swim. Because, but the biggest way in which supposedly you can insult me would involve a man. Yeah. Dimalaya. Over See, <laughs> I'm Yeah, <laughs> like that is an insult. That's how, to, that's how to insult me. Mm-hmm. But also, the biggest way in which you can reward me is again to do with a man. Mm. Say, tell me about uh, say which man, or or of not thinks highly of me. Mm-hmm. And so this is why you see so many women are uh, performing for these uh, men notable men to take note and to look like uh, and yeah and to express their approval. Mm. It's not even just in that sense. It's sort of like um uh, it's 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 not even like in sort of I think I feel like when people say pick me that's speaking of romantic relationships, right? Mm. But how many say lawyers, right, want the few don't even know, like the luminaries, the legal female legal lumina- luminaries in the country, mm. what they want is this man, the few men who are partners here, partners there, to show that I think highly of you, mm-hmm. right? Like that is yeah. y- you will find that a lawyer who is just a partner in a law firm, but is a man, their approval is bigger and more sought after than say Approve. the approval or validation yeah. of justice 17 day mm-hmm. right yeah how many times do you see people like perform for that for like a man who you know, a man a man's approval always weighs more so, mm. we're all, almost almost always uh get even outside of romantic um, context, performing for men to pick us yes. and to associate themselves with us, mm. because they're seen as being weightier right. than and by us and by others. Mm. So, yeah, um, it, it is. It's a broad,
0: like really, it's it's a it's a complex uh, issue. Well, we must admit and um collectively and individually i hope that we can reach at a level where we are conscious about what is going on i think that is where it starts from
1: conscious honest humble mm-hmm. about it yeah and but also like bold enough to dare to imagine
2: yep. mm. an alternative mm. universe
1: an alternative social order and then build towards it yeah. including in small ways mm-hmm. in your own life uh, can you have the love that you've debased yourself for for so many years oh my god the best is the word mm. yeah from somebody other than men mm-hmm. can you find that love elsewhere can you find uh, the professional support that you've been raised, and you can, and is uh, you've been told, and this also seems at every uh, everywhere you turn seems true, can only come from men because mm. they are the only positions of power. They are the ones in most positions of power. But can you invest in actively building a different, uh, a different social network? Yeah. yeah, different professional network. A profession, because women do, in fact, exist yeah. who are professionally powerful. May take more work mm-hmm. to get into, uh, you know, to build a network that's primarily peopled by them. But we have to start, and right. yeah, and sort of recognizing. Uh, and I do understand that. Uh, honestly, I don't judge anyone who takes that is that path of this resistance, which is just. <laughs> just get the man to like you mm-hmm. just uh, and no matter what sometimes they don't such, yeah.
0: yeah if um, they are determined i was listening to one podcast on the men and uh, this lady was talking about whenever she there was that thing she has been mm-hmm. building when she was single and she knows for sure that now I like this piece of me. Like, let's say she's been battling with body image. And suddenly she feels good about who she is, her height and all that. But when a man comes along, suddenly they hate what she just has been building. And they they, they sort of want to, like, put you in a certain box so that... Yeah. So that either for control or for power, I don't know what the reasons or are. Or
1: just default. They're socialized to put you in that box. Yeah. And therefore you must be, you must be put in it. Mm. But, so I think actually, yeah, a very big part of decentering men is making peace with... They may never... They will not like you. It. anyways. Yeah. But also they will not like you yeah. if you try to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and just being okay with that. Yeah. I think for me... Uh, my sort of biggest effort to dissenter men even though like before I thought I really had oh my god I chose to be a single mom, blah, 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 mm. independent woman. I thought I really had worked at dissentering men but I think I did have a sort of mom- moment I think around 2016 when I realized no, no actually I may have in very superficial ways um, decentered them but also in very many like really substantial ways I still look up to them as if they were they are first and foremost good and I look up and I privilege the sort of opportunities that may come from them as being necessarily bigger than the opportunities other women w- women might connect me to mm-hmm. anyway but when I de- decided to actively dissenter men I lost a lot of my male, ref- male friendships Like. Over they were really, not serving really your mm. No. I was not serving them anymore. Oh, you were not
0: serving them anymore.
1: Yeah. yeah. Over really, really silly things and I just realized this person was well, just does met. not like the me that isn't first and foremost about making them comfortable. Yeah. So I didn't know it when I went on twitter and said men are trash i did not personally insult them but they took offense yes but they took offense
2: mm. uh
1: and it isn't because of course they were hearing it from other people but now i no longer have room there's no room for me in their lives because i am no longer a woman, woman. devoted to pleasing yeah yeah to pleasing them oh <sighs> and and yeah and so there will be a price to pay, right? Some of them are small prices, and yeah. Like and I mean, just means I don't go out as much to drink <laughs> beer. Uh, some of them are big. Yeah, I, I did lose some friendships. Yeah, but um, more really important. Yeah, to me. But it must be done.
0: But every growth, like let's think about a tree. Every when a tree is growing, it has to shed branches yeah. and leaves. So. Yeah. I think every when you decide to take the road that is uh, rarely travels, <laughs> then you lose
1: people along or the way. Or maybe it
0: is the highway everybody travels, but you've got to travel yourself. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sure. yeah. I mean, yeah. But
0: thank you very much, Lydia. Thank you for listening to Nyamshana's podcast. If you managed to listen to the end, I would like to make an assumption that you enjoyed this episode. And if you would like to support this podcast, you can send mobile money to 0759-592-850. 0759-592-850. Your support will go towards production costs. And until next time, bye-bye.